Gucci suit, I'm feeling righteous. Yeah, I know that the truth is hard to digest. Yeah, five or six. So today's guest is from MTV's Real World Explosion and the Challenge Invasion, Bruno Betancourt. Thank you for joining me today, Bruno. What's up, man? It was actually um, Real World Skeletons. I, I messed up? Yeah, yeah. I said explosion? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, skeletons. My bad. It's cool, man. No problem. Um, okay. So before I dive into any uh, real world or challenge questions, um, can you talk to me a little bit about uh, your interests growing up? Like, were you a sports guy or? Um, a lot of people actually don't know this. I was actually, um, like, I was pretty artistic and I, I was huge, like, in soccer. Soccer was probably, like, my biggest sport. Like, where I'm from, where I was born in Portugal, the active days, or as they say, you kick a soccer ball before you start walking which kind of doesn't make sense, but I truly feel like I was going to be a phenomenal soccer star, but for a lot of reasons, I couldn't play soccer anymore or whatever after a while, but um, I was supposed to go to art schools as well. Like I used to win all the like drawing contests. Like I guess the local grocery store when I was a little kid, my drawing was actually their bag for an entire year. Like I was very good painting, drawing. I did a whole like 10 foot by 10 mural in my middle school, which they had for years, like a whole jungle theme one. And, um, you know, I kind of gave up on that dream because uh, at the time, you know, my parents being immigrants coming here, you know what I mean? We didn't have much growing up. So, like, they couldn't afford to pay for me to go to art schools. And I ended up having, like, two bot bad boxes fractures where I had pins in my hand a couple times from fighting. And um, so, like, my hand is not, like, steady like it used to be. Like, I broke my knuckles so many times, like, really bad. So, like, I kind of gave up on that. I just don't have the vision. Even though I got a canvas over here, like... Sometimes I'll try to paint. I just don't got the, the vision for it anymore. But um, sports, I always played sports. My main two were basketball and soccer. I played a little bit of football here and there. But um, out of all of them, soccer, I was untouchable. Like, hands down, untouchable. Um, so now, what was your casting process for the real world like? Like, how did you uh, kind of get into it? What made you... Um, so the crazy thing is, and like, I can have, like, I have this one friend who's like, I've still remained friends with Javier. Like he's the one who could vouch for this. So, um, I hadn't applied for the real world season. I had been contacted via email and, um, it's crazy. Like three months before that, like no bullshit. Like my friends would even tell you, I was like, yo, I feel like I'm going to be famous. I feel like something's going to happen. Like, I know it sounds like BS, Like my friends that were there, like, remember it. They're like, dude, that's nuts. Literally three months before that, I'll never forget. I was saying that. Then I get an email and I thought it was a hoax. But my friend Javier, like, I showed him it. He was like, no, he was like, that's legit, dude. They were like, come to Boston casting. It's a VIP casting call, blah, blah. It was basically, like, telling me I could skip the line if there was a line or whatever and meet with production. He's like, I think you should do it. I was like, yeah, you think so? Because, like, I thought it wasn't legit. Like, even reading it, I kind of skimmed, skimmed it. And uh, he actually went with me that day. This was in Boston. And uh, there was a lot of people there. And, like, like I was just like, yo. Like, my whole mentality the entire time was, like, I'm getting this. Like, I, like, I already saw myself on TV. You know what I mean? Like, I really did. And, um, like, I just made it happen. Like, they sat us at a table with one of the production casting directors or whatever. And uh, it was me and a bunch of women. Like, I feel like I was the only one dude. Like, probably like, two or three dudes made it. And it was mostly girls, like, made it to the next process. Uh, like, step. Like, they went around in a circle and, like... They asked for, like, this nitty-gritty detail story, and I just, I had one in mind already, like, some messed up shit I did in the past, like, and it was real, and, like, they were, like, so taken back by, like, how open and honest I was, like, the lady, like, fell in love with me, you know what I mean, like, she loved me, she, like, kept me towards the end, and then she moved into the next step, and then I went towards the back room, 
And uh, they did, like, headshots, stills, photos, all that. Like, I'm not used to all that, so it was kind of overwhelming. Like, yo, no bullshit. It was, like, an hour worth of paperwork. Like, my, I remember my hand cramping up, and then they were like, all right, if you've made it uh, to the next step, we'll call you tonight at, like, 9. So I'm waiting on the phone. Like, I'm waiting for it, you know what I mean? They call me, like, congratulations, Bruno. We would need you back. Like, you made it to the next step. So next step, I had to go back in Boston and do some on-camera interview stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, it's a long process. I don't know if, if it was the same for everybody, but it was three months of back and forth. Like, they would fly me to L.A., fly me to New York, uh, do on-camera stuff. Like, um, they interviewed my parents, friends. They sent a camera crew out here. And I remember at the time, I was vacationing um, in St. Thomas and St. John, St. Croix. They, like, sent videos, blah, blah. So, like, while I'm on vacation, they want me... It was, like, not my element, you know what I mean? Like, like to put a camera up and be like, yo, what's up? It's me, you know what I mean? Just on an yeah. island. But it was cool, you know? Like, that was probably, like, the most exciting part of it. Like, the whole introduction to it. Because, like, you know, where I'm from is just, like, a whole new world. And it, it was cool, but it's a very long process. And especially you got to see a therapist, a psychologist or whatever, to evaluate you, make sure you're somewhat sane. Because it's a long process. Like, it's a questionnaire, like, 600 the whole process up into it right right so, so you obviously were going to chicago um for your real world season um what was your experience like and were you kind of uh were you okay with the location that you guys were going to or were you hoping for something kind of uh um i mean at the time like i was i felt like fortunate and blessed like regardless of where i was going because you don't know where you're going until you you get there like they tell you last minute you know what i mean so we didn't know it was going to be chicago until, like, it was, like, ready to fly out. They flew out, I, re, I think I went to, like, North Carolina first or something, if I remember correctly. And then they flew me to a different location. Like, oh, it's going to be Chicago. One, I had never been to Chicago prior besides uh, Chicago O'Hare. Like, the, it's a huge airport. And um, it was cool. Like, I'm not a city guy. But not for nothing, Chicago is probably, like, one of the dopest cities I've ever been in. So it was cool. You know, like, I was more, like, focused on like, the whole experience of it. You know what I mean? But, like, I wanted somewhere tropical, like, somewhere sunny because, like, I live in New England. The weather kind of sucks sometimes. So, like, Chicago is the windy city. Like, that's the last thing I want to deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it, it was dope. It was cool. You know what I mean? It was definitely, like, to this day, probably one of the dopest cities I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. So, you obviously mentioned on your uh, season in the challenge you went on, um, prior to coming on, you were actually homeless, uh, living in your Jeep. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's just, like, there's a lot of factors to consider, like, so you got to remember, like, I grew up a gutter kid. Like, I really did. Like, anybody that knows me, like, knows my past. Like, I was getting a debtor in jail before 21, 100%. Like, like, not long before that, like, I got my ass beat by, like, cops. Like, bad. Like, I got clubbed. My whole head was gashed open. Like, so, like, when I say I was going to end debtor in jail, like, I really, truly was. And um, I was just bad mentality, going down a bad path. So, like, I got hit by a car. Long story short, that changed my whole life. And then, you know... I grew up with not much. My parents always did as much as they could to provide for us. But, like, you know, I ended up having a bunch of money at one point in my life. And um, it's not that I didn't know how to manage it. I just went nuts. Like, I was all about living it up day to day. Like, you know, I think my mentality changed so much that, like, I'm, I'm here today. Like, I don't know if tomorrow's going to be here. Because, like, I've already died once in this lifetime. I flatlined before. You know what I mean? So, like, I experienced death. So, like, it, ch it changes you. Like, you couldn't understand it unless you've experienced it. So, that's what makes it harder. And um, 
you know, so that fast money, fast lifestyle, especially after real world, like I was living it. You know what I mean? I was getting paid to travel. I was getting booked venues. You know what I mean? Making crazy money just to show up. And I really did for like a whole year and a half. So um, one thing after another, you know, I got too used to that, like do whatever I want every day. I was blowing money on people like crazy, like that I thought on my friends. And um, I ended up on bad terms with my parents. I ended up losing everything. I had, mind you, I'm in a $46,000 Wrangler. I fucking lost, lost it all. I lost everything. I went... I, when I went home, I had like three hundred dollars in my pocket, dude. And like, yo, there was days like I went without a meal, no bullshit. Like, so it's not like I could be driving around and, and like, like I spent a lot of alone time because like they gotta have my phone paid up until like for a while. Like, it was already paid off like for the plan because like I had no money, so like people were starting to catch on. Like I'm Matt Prifle. Like I don't want to feel like people need to be sympathetic towards me or like you know what I mean? Because like, I don't want to waste help. Like, when the people that I thought my friends found out, like, I see, like, these are the people I introduced to each other. They're Snapchatting their huge meals and clubbing and partying together, knowing damn well their best friend is sitting here day in, day out, same location, fucking hungry. You're starving, you know what I mean? Like, I would never do it. I don't care what my situation is, and nobody can say otherwise. I would never be fine with knowing, like, one of my good friends is, like, going through that. That's why, like, I changed, like... So like I I got wind of the challenge when I was homeless. I'm like, yo, I need this more than anything. And like I was I was honest with production. I'm like, you guys are gonna have to help me like get my way through. So when I found out, like I got serious. I got like a little better better bit of a better situation. So like I got focused in the gym. I was in the gym twice a, a day because like I went from like 200 pounds to like 160. I put on 15 pounds in a month and a half, all natural, still staying on a vegan diet because I've been vegan for five years. And right. um, you know what I mean. I just made it happen because I'm naturally. I'm always somebody that stays relatively fit, you know what I mean, no matter what. I don't do it because I'm going to be on the challenge. I just That's just how my life is. I like to stay active. And um, I was riding on that, so I was like, yo, screw everybody. I literally cut off everybody, everybody I was cool with. And, like, it was lonely, you know what I mean? I just was stuck to myself, and that was it. So then the challenge came around, helped me get back on my feet a little bit after it. Like, now I'm good, you know what I mean? But it's, like, it's a very tough hole to dig yourself out of, you know what I mean? But yeah. You know, I kind of did it to myself. I don't really blame nobody, but it's just like, it, it's tough. You know what I mean? Like when, like when you feel like you, the whole world turned their back on you. You know what I mean? Which that's kind of really was my situation. I didn't have nobody. I had not a soul. Like, all I needed was a friend in that time, and I didn't have a single friend I could turn to. So I had one, but we don't talk anymore. Like he was the only one like really trying to push for me. Like, yo, come stay here. And I did. I stayed towards the end. I stayed at his place a couple times. But as a grown man, it's just tough Like, because I'm mad prideful. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? It was a tough time in my life. I went through it, over it. So you obviously um, were going on to the challenge invasion. Um, but you were called before then, though, right? Because I know Tony was um, on the two seasons before uh, your first season, right? So Yeah. So, like, everybody knew. Like, I mean, like when I left Real World, I was a hothead. Like, people compared me to CT. They were, they were like, this is going to be the next CT. Like, I'm not stupid. I see what was out there. You know what I mean? Like, I... I, I'm not talk. Like, I've always been one to back my shit up. You know what I mean? I just felt like I wasn't ready. I was on bad terms on MTV. Like, I actually was supposed to be on all the TV shows on different networks and they denied me because I was just on bad terms with them. I never talked about that, but it's the truth. Like, I have all the emails to prove how many. I, can, I would have done six challenges by now. Six. Had I said yes. It's just, I just didn't want to. Everybody was expecting me to. I was like, yo, I just wasn't mentally ready to be back on TV. Like, nothing preps you for it. And, like, I just... I was over the attention, you know what I mean? Like, I really was. And it's like, you got all these people that try so hard to be on TV. Like, me, I was looking for a real opportunity. Like, the challenge is great if it wasn't so much politics. Like, everybody acting phony, kissing each other's ass. Like, 
the game of it is more, it's not even just the physical stuff, it's manipulation. You know what I mean? I'm not there to be a phony guy. A lot of these people are. You know, they, they can shake your hand, laugh, and, and screw you over behind your back just to get a check. And after when the show's done, like, yeah, we're all cool. Like, I'm not like that. Like, I can't, I can't physically force myself to shake your hand if you're going to be fake to me. You know what I mean? Like, if we're here to compete, let's base it off of our intellect and our, our physical uh, endurance, whatever it may be, on the challenge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all politics when it really comes down to it. So you obviously had three of your roommates from your real world season um, on that season, but besides them, who uh, who else did you kind of resonate with first upon uh, you know? Oh, sorry. My dog was wild, and I, I, that's not a big. Deal. Um, so it's it's funny because like all right, so I had to talk to Tony and Sylvia, um, since real world. So when I met, like they flew us out to LA and we met with the cast. We met with the cast, and uh, people were like, you them for the whole season. I was like, nope. I was like, I blocked them, and that was it. So, like, so everybody got a kick out of it. But the Tony, I actually clicked the best with Tony again. Like, I became like the party, or Tony was known as like the crazy drunk party on Real World. Like, I was smashing beer cans on my head, head on the challenge. Like, me and Tony would like laugh. We were just catching up, reminiscing. Like, we deaded it, me and Sylvia. Like, first time I saw Sylvia, she started bawling her eyes out. Like, she cried. She like, I waited all this time to talk to you and apologize. And we apologize. We squashed it. You know, we're grown. We were grown up now. So it was a long time ago. So, like, you know, at the hotel prior to going to Thailand, you know, we kind of deaded it all. And um, I clicked with Dio. Like, Corey's been my boy. Corey's always been, like, one of my boys off the shows, regardless. I clicked with Dio. I still talk to Dio here and there. Like, we spent time in Thailand together. Him, me, and Anika. Um... I liked Hunter. Hunter was cool. And uh, Nelson, I felt like those were like kind of the two guys I was around the most. Anthony wasn't bad, but um, like, like I said, I, I keep more of I mean, like, the new people. And like, it's funny because I found out from Marie. So Marie and I, we got eliminated together. And we spent time together off the show in Thailand. Okay. And um, she, she told me that all the girls thought I was like a stuck up dickhead because. <laughs> I didn't go talk to them. I'm like, yo, I'm not like these other dudes. Like, these dudes are, like, thirsty. You know what I mean? Like, they're just trying to get laid. Like, I keep to myself. You want to talk to me, come talk to me. But it's funny, like, how women perceive me. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm not up their asses trying to flirt and talk with them that that they perceive me as, like, some a-hole. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I like, for me, like, I still like Theo. I still like the same people I said. But, like, like Theo is one of the people I still, like, kind of, like, talk to. Like, Theo's, like, actually a cool dude. You know what I mean? He really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like you said that you weren't, um, talking to your roommates. I kind of assumed that, uh, you know, once you all, uh, kind of showed up and saw each other, that'd be like an instant link up, like alliance right there. Was it or not so, real? So regardless, like I already went into this kind of like when we met at the hotel, like it was an unspoken bond. Cause like we don't owe nobody nothing else. You know what I mean? Like the thing is me, Tony and Sylvia, we, well, Nicole was part of it. Nicole always been my best friend. Nicole has always, like, I still always talk to Nicole and Jason. From the real world, it was always Nicole and I. Like, that was real. What you saw on camera was real, and we've kept that and applied that throughout our entire lives. Like, I make an effort and make sure to talk to Jason and Nicole as much as possible. And um, and I still love them both to death. But um, I feel like that was the unspoken bond. Like, like I feel like we shouldn't even have to even thought, talked about it because it was Tony, Nicole, and Sylvia. Like, we shared a real experience together. We don't owe nobody else nothing. Because, like, now that I like, replay it, like, I wanted to go against Theo. I feel like I would have done better against Theo. Uh, 
during my elimination. You know what I mean? Because I and I told Dale like, yeah, dude, I want I want to go against you. And then uh, Sylvia screwed it. She sent Tony in. I forgot for what, which which kind of caused the shift. I remember after my my season, like during my season, it caused a shift between each other. Because Sylvia came and asked me, I was like, listen. I already knew she was being kind of persuaded by what are they, the lavender girls? Lavender yeah. Yeah, I think it was like like Toya and all that. And I like I feel like it was her first season. I feel like she wanted to be liked and stuff. She really didn't know what to do. So like I, I wasn't mad at her. I still ain't. You know what I mean? She made her decision, but you know that caused tension between her and Tony. And like, because I had told them like, because I think I would recall saying it to her on the beach, like, yo. We, we went through an experience together. Like, we kind of owe it to each other, even if we despise each other. Like, I came into this, like, yo, I, I freaking hate all of you. But at the end of the day, like, I would have still had your backs over these people. And I would have, you know what I mean? That's just who, who I am. But yeah. we already had squashed it. That was her decision. She asked me about it. It's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I honestly, truthfully, have no animosity towards either one of them. Yeah, so on your daily challenge, uh, you kind of got a little pissed off. Um, you felt like what, you were helping um, other people, right? Is that so, so they, they didn't show this, and I promise you, nobody can say otherwise. Like, one thing is, I'm not a quitter. I was not trying to quit. Like, I was on that idol for hours. So the thing is, after we went over the wall, we had to dig and crawl under, like the clay. We had to crawl under bamboo on underground, and then and we got to the idols. I was so far ahead of most people. Like, I don't know if you could tell by like the, the how they capture the frames. I was ahead of a lot of people. But I don't think they showed it. Like, I don't even remember. I went and helped Kayla and Jenna because we kind of stuck as a team. It was me, Kayla, Jenna, Corey, Tony. Against all the other side. And we built our wall almost just as quickly. Like, compared to like 20 people, seven of us or something like that. And um, so I felt like we had each other's backs. I remember Kayla and Jenna looking over at, at me. And they said it was an individual challenge. This is how much everybody's out for themselves. I literally stopped. And I was doing it. I promise you, bro. I went to help Jenna and Kayla, and I wish they would try to say otherwise, bro, because I would lose my top. I went to help Jenna and Kayla move their idols to get ahead, because they're like, stop, I can't help, I can't move it. I helped them, and then production's yelling at me, like, oh, it's an individual challenge, you can't help them. But I was able to help them. Like, I, I helped them get ahead, like, no bullshit. So then I went back to my uh, the idol, I ended up grabbing the idol, which I personally chose, they think is rigged. Like, dude, I even yanked the whole shit off the ground, and production like, you can't do that, you can't do that. They don't show that on camera. And the thing is, I've talked to fellow other MTV stars, MTV's known for rigging things to kind of go a certain way, and I just happened to have got screwed. Because, like, the way the idol was, dude, it would not budge. I was ahead of Tone, uh, Hunter and Nelson. They ended up getting their idol beyond mine, which mine was all tangled. It made no sense, dude. Like, I'm not an idiot. You think, you think these females that are, are way weaker than me or some of these dudes that were able to get it and I wasn't? Dude, I was way ahead, bro. I wish, I wish, I'd be like, like, here's where I put my money where my mouth is. Yo, TV show the whole actual clip of what really happened. Show how long I sat. And I, I was there for like two, three hours, dude, not trying to quit. It was like, oh, don't quit, don't quit. I'm like, dude, this, this is not going nowhere. I could see the way the ropes were set up and it was tangled. It was rigged to not go anywhere. And I just happened to get unlucky. Had I not helped out Kayla and Jenna, I would have grabbed a different idol, 150%. So my odds would have been different. That's where I suck. I, I want to help people out. But, yo, it's, it's, it's a really all about you, you know what I mean? And um, the thing is, they didn't even say fucking thank you, you know what I mean? Not, not a single one of them. After like, I found out I was going on elimination, like, not even one of them came up and said thank you. That's why like, if I ever go back on a challenge, ain't nobody get my help. The only person I helped actually is probably Corey. That's it. Because Corey actually had my back. Corey kind of, uh, 
when it came to just me and him getting over the wall, he's like, I got you, I got you. He's like, get out there. I was like, no, 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 you show me. He's like, I got you, dog. Like, he put his ass on the line. He's like, I'll figure it out. And he, he literally sent me over. Like, he legit gave it up. Never forget that. Never. Even I, I could get into a fight with Corey today, but I'll still never forget that. And I would get his back as far as that. But um, it was cool because he had to click him with the other side. And Theo helped him over. You know what I mean? If not, he would have been screwed. But that's really how it went down, 100%. Right. Um, so obviously this was uh, a big uh, storyline throughout the season and uh, still kind of um, to this day is talked by you know fans and stuff. Um, <laughs> can you uh, talk to me about the uh, infamous you know Jenna situation? Um, and what kind of like led into that like stuff we didn't really know because obviously people just kind of perceive it as like a one uh, you know, type of thing like a one night stand type of thing or like yeah like was it you got to just give us the whole lowdown on uh yeah know. yeah um so so what actually happened um someone i think it was nani had to talk to jenna about me right and um mind you this is when i'm homeless you know what i mean so jenna and i are talking we're really talking you know what i mean like we're talking on the daily i think it started through twitter first and I was like, oh, why you hit me up? And then, like, she told me, like, Nani, she's like, oh, I have to see for myself. So we talked a lot. And the thing is, she's actually, like, a very cool, very genuine, very smart girl. She's perceived as a dumb blonde, but she's actually not. And she's sweet. You know what I mean? So we talked a lot. And, like, I don't really know her situation. I know she did exactly before. But, like, I know she was single. Like, I doubt she would have talked to me if she wasn't. And um, we're talking, blah, blah. And, like, we had a meeting. Like, I was feeling her. She was feeling me. At least I thought... So, like, we're, I'm up for 24 hours, dude. I'm drinking Hennessy on the plane. I'm mixing a black coffee. Like, I am trash. Production's like, you know, like it, on real world, I was not known as the party. But here I am just getting wasted on a, this 24-hour flight. So, I had switched seats, Jen and I together. We're, like, messing around. You know what I mean? Like, nothing crazy. But we're messing around, and production catches us or whatever. Like, I don't know who recorded it, because I thought somebody showed, like, a little bit of footage that was sitting together. I don't really know. And, um... The thing is, out of respect for her, I wasn't even saying nothing. But like, she was kind of trying to have like, me lie, like, like as if like not a thing, single thing happened or nothing ever happened. Like, like why would I lie about that? Like, now like I realize, I'm like, yo, you like trying to make me look stupid just to make your image look better. Like, the guy you're with don't respect you or love you. Like, plays your ass. I don't care if this gets out. Who says what? Like, I'm the type of person. If if you date somebody that cheated on you and you go back to them and they cheat on you again, you deserve it. You know what I mean? Like, she's sweet. She deserves good. Like, if they're good, they're good. You know what I mean? I ain't wanna complicated to get in between a relationship like whatever we had it was i guess nothing you know what i mean she, she obviously does love zach you know what i mean like more like that because like when she found out she was coming because like on the island like we was talking i was starting to feel like the cold shoulder i was like i think at like one point i kissed her while i was on i kissed or whatever she's like it's not and I, I was wrong so i'm like yo am i overstepping it like i don't know what's good like does she not want this to look the wrong way on camera then i found out it's because zach was coming and she, she was getting was getting all caught up in her feelings. I ain't even bothering with it no more. And, and, and that's just that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, like I, I do not want a TV romance to begin with. Like all these people swap each other around. Like, like, like. You know what I mean? Like, it's like using the same condom. Like you don't use the same condom. You don't pass it around. Like these these people all hook up, sleep together. Like I do not want to be in that cycle. I do not want to swap juices juices with these airheads. Like I really do not. So there was no finger banging going on. I take it. I don't think so. <laughs> That was, that was the, the term the used. Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard that was called golden fingers or something. Something. Uh, no finger banging. Uh, nah, there was nothing like that. <laughs> All right. 
Um, since we just talked about Jenna, um, she's actually in like an alliance this season. Um, that's called the Holy Trinity. It's her, Kayla, and Nani. So now I'm going to ask you about the other two, what your thoughts on them are. Um, so, I only know Nani. I've been watching season. This is before I ever did TV. Like, I always thought Nani was cute. Like, she's cute. Like, I, I like Spanish women. That's probably, like, my main preference. And um, she's Dominican. Um, so, like, I don't really know her. I think we've talked a few times through Twitter. I think she's cool. Kayla... Kayla's also cool. I've talked to Kayla here and there a few times. Like, I talked to her once on, um, like, video chat, whatever, on Skype. And uh, I don't think we're, we're, we're it for each other, but, like, I don't have no issues with them. Like, I really don't. Because, um, like, like, when I was on uh, in Thailand, Invasion, like, I talked to Kayla, you know what I mean? The only one I never actually met was, was uh, Nani. But, like, I don't know, I'm just... I don't really have much of an opinion of, of these people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really watch the shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like these people are one way on a show and then one way off it. You know what I mean? So I, I don't have too much to base an opinion off of. So that's just kind of where I stand with it. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything that, uh, you know, uh, wasn't shown or that we, uh, you know, didn't see or know on Invasion that um, you think that the fans should have seen? Aside I mean, from what we already talked about. I mean, that stuff definitely should have been uh, shown. Um, let me see. I'm trying to remember stuff. I don't know. I feel like there was, like, so many funny moments, especially when you told me, like, being wild, like, me smashing beer cans over my head. I, I remember I grabbed, like, a dead eel, or I think it was, like, still alive and it died. Like, I grabbed it. I was chasing all the girls with it because there was, like, a lot of eels in the water. And um, I think there was a few hookups. I think Anthony hooked up with Marie. I don't know if that was shown. No, yeah, that was shown, yeah. Was that? Like, I really don't remember much. Because, um, like, I wasn't there for, like, the longest time. I was there, like, two, three weeks on the show. And I was there for, like, another week or two off the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, they, they showed, um, it was Marie and Anthony, uh, Corey and um, Kayla, and uh, uh, Nelson and Latoy were the ones that, you know, owned. As far as that goes, I don't know about it. Oh, yeah, see, I don't know. Um, who else? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I really know anything else. But, but besides, too, like, oh, yeah, I almost forgot Ashley Kelsey was on it. I don't know if they casted her specifically because of me. I don't know, because we dated years ago. She actually got in contact with me, like, prior to the show, just asking me stuff. It was just mad random. I think, oh, I think she asked me about Dario. Oh, yeah, Dario and her dated she asked me yeah, about Dario. Yeah. And, like, I was cool with Dario. I, like, uh, we did a show together, like, off, like, for this Bennett News Radio. She asked me, like, like honestly about Dario. And I was honest. I was like, like, I, I, I like Dario. Dario's a cool dude. Like, I don't, but I don't know Dario like that. You know what I mean? She was like, and, like, I talked to Dario, too. I'm like, yo, I was like, blessings to both of you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I don't know these people, like, too, too well. Like, I don't really watch the shows. I'm not, like, really hanging out with them. Right. Um, was there anyone that you weren't cool with? Uh, I, I feel like if I was there longer, it would have been different. At first, I felt like I wasn't going to like the EO. I felt like he was mad arrogant. But, like, I actually create, it's crazy. That's why you can never, like, really go off your first opinions. Like, to me, he was one of the most likable. Um, I like Nelson, but it seems like from what like I get from a lot of people, like everybody says Nelson's fake, but like yo, I didn't even know Nelson like that. And he was like heated, like he had my back. Like I'm like that's why I respected Nelson. Like I don't know, I don't know if he was putting on a show or acting. Like 
he was like heated. He was like about to fight Tony. I, don't, I actually showed it. He's like, yo, he's like, you, you're going to let your boy quit? You're going to let your boy quit? And Tony's like, yo, I know Bruno. I know how Bruno is. When he says something, that's it. He sticks to it. And like, they were about to fight. And I was like, yo, I came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? He's like, I, I quit with Nelson too. I'm trying to remember if everybody was there while I was there. But like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I didn't like a lot of the girls. Like, I can't, I'm not really, really going to say name. A lot of them just loud and obnoxious. Like, ugh. Yeah. Just like, look at me, look at me. Like, just turn off. You shut off. You know, actually, I, I thought it was mad cute. Amanda, Amanda, she's hot. Like in person, like she's naturally pretty, like very naturally. Like I, I think she's probably like one of the cutest out of all of them for natural beauty. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. She got a body. She wow. got a body. So um, after that, obviously, you know, they even used part of you, like what went on with you and Jenna, as a storyline in future seasons. So. What was the situation, and why weren't you, uh, you know, coming back? Because obviously you had to have been called since invasion. Um, I, I think I can talk about it now. So I don't know if I was contacted right after invasion. No, I was. I was actually supposed to do a challenge, but I had this huge Disneyland trip, and I had never been to Disneyland. So yeah, I was staying at like the Grand Floridian, uh, whatever, and that's like an expensive, like it's thousand something dollar a night. You know what I mean? So I was not canceling that. It was my first time going, and I really didn't want to do it. Like, I actually was, like, mentally and physically prepared for do, to do another challenge, and I felt like I needed it, and I was down. But, you know, I, I promised the girl I was dating at the time, like, like, you know, I'm not going to skip out on this. We already had it pre-booked and pre-planned. So, yes, I, mean, I was contacted to do another challenge. I, I had to say no. I was contacted more than once, actually. Like, you sure? Like, you don't want to change your mind? And I was like, no, I'm sticking to it. And I got contacted. I think I would have left. So I don't know if it's the one airing right now. I would have left October 24th. Oh, yeah, that, that would have been, yeah, there was this season, yeah. So Yeah, so I got contacted for that one. I think all in all, I've been contacted for six challenges so far. And I think four of them, four or five, I would have been for sure on them. Yeah, because I heard um, the Rivals 3, which is guy with a, like, guy and girl pair. Um, this is... It was supposed to be you and Sylvia going on. Yeah, yeah. It was. That was yeah. That was the season before you came on. Uh, so that was before Invasion. Yeah, that was the season before Invasion. W was she on it? No. Oh uh, no. She must have been like Dan Bruno. <laughs> I was just not ready for it. Mm -hmm. So would you go back to a challenge now, if called? I I I've um I've contemplated it. It's just. I don't know where I'm at in my life. Um, I'm just, like, too old to beat up. I know I'm only 30, but it's, like, I'm not a lot of these people went through half what I've been through. I've had several major surgeries. Like, you go get hit by a car 50 miles an hour walking, and then come to, come find me if you're still alive. You know what I mean? Like, I've had a huge ACL meniscus surgery in my right leg. Just the line of work I do every day, dude. Like, my body's so beat up. Like, my right knee gives out a lot. Like, I, I've been trying to stay more fit lately. Like, I've been exercising more at home. Like, I haven't been to the gym in four years because... I, um, in Thailand, I got wasted. I actually went out with Theo. <laughs> so we were doing some bad things, you know what I mean? And, uh, I was up for like 24 hours with Marie, Anika, and Theo. They weren't, but I had been. So I was like, why? We had ran to mopeds. Theo's like, yo, I want to go out and get girls. I'm trash, dude. Like, I, I can't even see straight. Mind you, I used to ride motorcycles. But here I am. I don't know. One thing happened. I ended up hitting like this high-ass sidewalk at like 40 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, drag, like, my, like, my, my tattoo, like, I have, like, road rash up here, 
I, I flipped over the moped, I was dragging the street with the moped, got up instantly, moved to the moped, sat down, I felt mad sick. Come to find out, I split my whole collarbone. I split this wow. whole shit. I never had surgery on it. I traveled all the way back home because I never went to receive medical attention. I traveled all the way back home, two, two big bags, carry on, a duffel bag, all the way. They flew me to New York. I had to fly back to Rhode Island, take a train, sit in there, like mad, excruciating pain. Like, I never fixed it. That's why I stayed out the gym because, like, my collarbone will never heal properly. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just nuts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I just sit here and deal with it. Like, so my collarbone, like, was split and it, like, healed, like, overlapping. Because, like, I ended up doing a CAT scan when I got home. Like, me, I don't have medical. I was like, I'm not paying out of pocket to have surgery. You know what I mean? So I just let it heal the way it is. So, like, that's, that's just what it is. Like, I'm only dirty, but it's like, my body's taking such a huge beating in life. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just crazy. Like, even on the challenge, like, given the little time, I feel like, my average is almost somebody's best. And anybody can say otherwise. Like, me, I don't have to try. It's not because I'm naturally just a physical person, physically competitive. I naturally have a great endurance. It's just like, yo, I came on the challenge homeless. Like, a lot of these guys thought I was 200 pounds. I'm only weighing, what, 80, 175, 80, you know what I mean? I really thought I was, like, 200 pounds just because of the way I maintain weight and, like, I put on healthy weight. And it's just like, I only lost because that it was a regular, uh, uh, it was, uh, the kettlebell or whatever. And, um, and like, when I went against Tony in my elimination, like, and I seen some comments, they, everybody's like, oh, had this been real world, Bruno would have been a different story. Like, dude, I was weighing 170. I still lifted Tony up in the air. You got to remember. And this is no hate to Tony. Like, Tony was in the best shape of his life. He had been doing these challenges. He was, like, 245, 250. I'm 170. I don't care how strong you are. 250 and 170 colliding, you know what I mean, is, is a big difference. And I still lifted him up in the air one time. Like, that first clack. If you watch your replays, you see me like just lift them. But the thing is, too, I was an idiot. I tried carrying all five uh, burlap sacks of sand at the same time. I had five sacks and I still impacted them. Like, dude, imagine me at two forty, like two two. I would have been running through a motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? And I really would have. You know what I mean? Because like, I, like, don't get it wrong. This is not a boxing or a fight. This is weight to weight. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. care how, how trained you are, how physically competitive you are. When you got 245 at a 6'3 guy against a 6'4 guy at 170, you know what I mean? It's just, he, he was in phenomenal shape. Like, Tony was in the shape I was on real world. You know what I mean? That's what I weighed on real world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as I said, like, he won. He was the one supposed to win that. So, that's just what yeah. it is. So, uh, what have you been up to since we last seen you? <sighs> um, just really, like, trying to get back on my feet. You know what I mean? That was a struggle for a while. I've been good. I, Got my own place. Adopted a dog not long ago. Um, just living life. I mean, I'm always in and out of relationships. Like, I'm, I've always been a serious dater. Like, man, I, like, a part of me, I want the marriage. I want the kids. But then I get single. I'm just like, I think I have an addiction to women. I think I'm an addicted to sex. addiction to sex, like, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm only alive in that moment. It's fucked up, but it's true. Uh, i just been working, man. I've just been being a regular guy, kind of away from social media. And just, I don't know. Like, a part of me still wants to do TV things, and then I'm like, uh, I like being out of the loop. I like, I like not being hurt from, and you know what I mean? I like just doing my own thing. Okay. Um, just working day to day, just trying to figure out my next step. You know, I, I, I thought I would have had it figured out by now. Like, I'm 30 now, but I'm still growing. I'm still changing. You know what I mean? Like, one, yeah. one year I may want one, one thing, and the next year I don't. So, we'll see. I'm not... 100% on the fence of, like, not doing TV anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if there's an opportunity... Like, I think I would like to do, like, uh, maybe, like, a love reality show. I think that's more of my element. You know what I mean? Are you the one? You know, honestly, people always joke, like, I was on the wrong 
show. I should have been on Are You The One or whatever. But I feel like half those people are just on for the money. They're not really there for a Like, how many relationships really work from those shows? Like, really? None. It's all people who just want the attention, the fame. You know what I mean? I think casting should work differently. Right. Well, uh, it was a pleasure having you on today and getting to speak with you, man. I appreciate it, man. Dude, uh, best of luck to you. This was a pleasure. So, anytime. Maybe if I do another challenge, I'll like, have me back on. Yeah, man. I'll be more than pleasure to. Cool, man. Sounds good. All right, man. Take care and stay safe. You too, bro. Peace.